Episode 007. I don't know what to call this one. We'll come up with some sort of fancy Bond name. It is Lucky Seven. Bond. Should we get straight in? Should we get straight into the Jaffa? Seeing as though it's Lucky Seven, Lucky 007. 007. What a what a what a weekend! What did you do for the weekend? No, mate. Long weekend here in Queensland. So um, watched a bit of footy, a bit of sport. Jaffa on the line. Junior Jaffa on the line. He's going to be pumped. Pies into the roosters. What what a tip. Junior, you there? Hello, boys. Mate. Hey, Junior. We decided to ring you at the very start of the episode. It is episode 007, and I'm feeling lucky. What a weekend. Mate, you've picked a couple of jaffers there. Pies, pies into the roosters. How good are you going? Mate, I'll tell you what, that's what's that three weeks in a row now. I uh, I'm getting excited. I get excited, boys. Junior, I, uh, junior, junior. I gotta I gotta confess. What do you mean? Well, I haven't told you boys this yet and I've been a bit down the dumps, but uh Friday night was the first game and I was a little bit rushed, ran out of time. Got your bet on uh with about three minutes before kickoff and went to check the results today and I You did it back. Oh god. <laughs> you I, shouldn't, did I, I shouldn't laugh. But you have I, got to be the worst punter I've ever met. So I've hit, I, <laughs> I've hit Port Adelaide into Roosters instead of Collingwood into Roosters. So, so, so even when you win, you lose. Well, Jay handed it to us on a platter. You, you would have been cheering if Port Adelaide had got up, but the re- <laughs> well, that would have been the reality right. is they didn't. So, uh, Junior, I had an apology. I've I've let you down. You're on fire. What about the kids at Coomera Soccer Club? That's I'll who you need to apologise to. I've let them down. I'll be down to do some community service this week for you them. you got to get on the barbecue or something this weekend. Something. And don't what? eat all the meat. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen him cook, Junior. <laughs> yeah. well, it's like half for the kid and three for Dylan. But I must He's say, all... Junior, for you to get three in a row is uncharted territory for you. We're, we're swimming in some strange waters right now. But... Um, I, I'm a bit shocked. I still think you're are you taking the piss. I'm not really sure. Oh, I wish I was. He's I wish I was, oh. but uh, the kitty actually sits at zero as of this current <laughs> moment. Well, talk me through when you actually realise. Uh, when I went to check the account just before starting the podcast, I, I needed the account to update everyone, and I opened the account and saw zero there. <laughs> I was a little bit shocked and. Uh, I rang up the betting agency and asked them why the bet hadn't been paid out yet. And uh, he told me, well, we don't pay out on losing bets. I said, well, it wasn't a loser. This, this is where hashtag gamble responsibly comes in. Yeah. yeah. Well, probably just be a bit more careful when you hit the button. Might be All right, a better so, hashtag. So what we're going to have to do is apologies to the camera soccer club. Um, there is still hope. So what, what we're going to do to pick the next club Junior, is we're going to get between now and next week's episode, we want people to get on the page and like our Facebook page and nominate junior sporting clubs, and Fantastic. then we'll announce the uh, we'll announce three clubs next week, and we'll do a an online uh, poll, and then the following yep. week we'll pick which club 
it's going to go to depending on who wins the poll now. And assuming Jeff has got another two in a row. So, so the, yeah. Oh, you got another 100? Where's that coming from? Oh, we had this discussion last week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about Coomer Soccer Club. Hope, worry about me. Hope Tash doesn't watch, watch this show. <laughs> You're in trouble. Um, oh, righto. So I guess we might as well do another tip for this week because we need to get that kitty back up for whoever the lucky yeah. club's going to be. Yeah, no, what, it's a shame. What are you it's, a, it's a real shame. Well, look, this week, I figure we we're going to ride. You may as well just keep going. Fifty. Yeah, yeah, we will. We'll keep. We'll keep it going. We'll ride six hundred and fifty. No, wait, we'll ride a hundred because of um, <laughs> the era. Um, we'll we'll go to the magic round this week, boys. We'll go go to the NRL. Yep. Um, we're going to go with the. I guess you, you, they're pretty much a Queensland side. The Storm Ooh. against Parramatta. Um, storm to bounce back. Storm to bounce back. I think Bellamy gave them all a mighty spray after the loss against Cronulla last week. Few and, cracks uh, appearing there. You, you confident with that, Jeff? We, we, we just yeah. uh, we just watched a bit of footage of Cameron Smith blowing up at uh, Munster after the game. I did see that, and I think there's a bit of honesty about it. I think they, that's how they roll. Yeah, I, I they, like it. I like it. Their video sessions are very honest. Like you'd nearly cry in them. Oh, I did if read that. A, if it, if you've had a bad game. Well, so, uh, typically I'll tell you the what, Craig Bellamy would make you cry the way you've performed. <laughs> Dylan Campbell, <laughs> you're not. kidding. Imagine if Bellamy found out about that mm. mistake. Oh. Well, we won't tell him. But uh, typically the Storm don't lose two in a row, do they? So That's no. what I'm thinking. And uh, to make it even better, we're going to go the, the minus line, the minus six and a half. Uh, I think they'll, they'll beat him by two or more tries, definitely. And um, we'll take the Storm to beat Parra with the line at Minus six and a half at a dollar ninety. Beautiful. Righto. Well, well done, Jeffy. You're on. Great tipping. You're on fire. Great tipping there, Junior. Um, I'll uh, I'll punish this knucklehead somehow. <laughs> yeah, see, I can't wait. Um, yeah, I'll laugh the whole way home here tonight. Thanks, boys. That's right, you're on fire. Thanks for your good work, and we'll Keep talk to you again mate. next week. Have a good week. Thanks, See you, boys. Junior. Bye. Bye. You're unbelievable. WTF Just uh, Yeah Hang on no, I don't know what to say We're off to a shocker t- For tonight's episode You haven't even got your beer yet Here you go <laughs> I'm off the drink too What? Yeah I'm off I got, I'm having a month off it The show's called Beers and banter well, Beers and Beers and water Can't Can't drink Can't punt Can't bowl Can't bat What are you doing in the side? Not much value Warney would Warnie would tear you Not to shreds Not much value but you, well, can, you have my beer. Yeah, I'm going to. What do you got there, little 150 lashes? It's become a good, bit of a favourite, yeah, actually. it's a good beer. good beer. I think when we had a hit of golf before Christmas, we, we might have had a tin or two and yeah, a, got a bit of a walking to them. Yeah, it's a nice beer. Oh, you've thrown you me. Throw me for a six. Did you watch much board on the weekend? Uh, I did. Mm. I did early on, particularly because it was a bit, bit wet. Mm. Um, can't remember the Thursday night game. That was long, too long ago. Wow. I don't think the Broncos fans remember it. No, that was Friday. So it was, wasn't it? No, Thursday was Broncos Rabbitohs. Sure. Rabbitohs gave them an absolute belting. Oh, it was. Well, who played after us on Oh, that's right. I didn't watch the late game on Friday. So, Broncos. Cheshire Cat, Wayne Bennett, happy as Larry down there. He's absolutely put him to the sword. Nick Arima walks away smiling because he was copping the blame and uh, he's off to the Warriors he's now. He's gone, yeah. Can't blame Nick Arima. Um, I just saw before we went on air, Darius Boyd's happy with his form. 
What's is going he? on? I thought it was a uh, retirement <laughs> press conference. Well, I, I read somewhere today that uh, the Jet trained with the reserves today. James Roberts been training with the reserves. Broncos reserves. Yeah. So reports that he'll be he'll be dropped this week. So Seabold, rookie coach, inherited absolute glamour roster at the Rabbitohs, and they went well in his first year. Off the back of that. He's ditched the Rabbitohs, signed a five-year deal at the Broncos with an additional year in his favour. That's real risky from the, yeah, from the Broncos. Do you think? Do you think the Rabbitohs list was that good last year? I mean, it's got to be better this year. Yeah, I think. It, I think he. Nah. I think he did pretty well with the team he had last year. You're right. He came to the Broncos, and I mean, they got a phenomenal list. Big expectations, and he's essentially a rookie coast coach. Mm. I, I think the pressure's now back on the guys that signed him that board. That's Brisbane fans aren't used to losing. They're not going to cop it real long. Does it? Does it highlight how good Bennett was, and is? Definitely. I think. I think they got. I got. They've got problems there at the club. Mm. I think uh, Nicarima's teammates aren't happy with the way he was ousted. I think there's a lot of pressure on Seabold. Probably their their only shining light to come out of the game was their their young half did and. Who played his first game? Yeah, right. I played all right. Looked okay. I was pretty impressed. I loved the uh, the tribute goannas from uh, from yeah, the South players. That was pretty cool. That was good. Surprised though, that's not Wayne Bennett's normally uh, doesn't like the post try celebration, but uh, he was pretty happy with I it in the press in that, conference. Yeah, those circumstances. Gi's farewell game. Um, yeah, no, the rabbits. I mean, they look good. Um, as I've said last week and the week before, still got Roosters as the team to beat, but I think Rabbits are... It's daylight second. Yeah, I don't, Rabbits, maybe Rabbits and Storm on the second line there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Rabbits look pretty good. We go into Friday afternoon, we got the early game, Cowboys-Titans. Titans robbed, absolutely robbed. Yeah, look, I, I mean, we spoke about off-air, they've... Annesley's come out and said the decisions were wrong, or there was some wrong decisions out of the match. What, would have it been the difference between losing and winning? I, I think so. I think you go from fourteen four to fourteen ten, get the ball back. You know, it, you're talking about the the length of the field try where yeah, so, Anthony Don got held back. No, no, no. So what? Well, Anthony Don held. No, who was it? It was uh, Sammy. That's right. Semi. Semi yeah. But, you know, as I said, I, I was texting you On at Granville, the time. Was it Granville? Yeah, Granville got put his arm across Sammy. So Sammy pushed him away. That, mm. And I was texting you at the time and you, you were being the um, humble. Is that one of the decisions that Annesley said yeah. was incorrect? Yeah, because uh, Granville initiated contact. Mm. Uh, then there was also an obstruction play that didn't even get, didn't even get reviewed. Uh, Proctor asked the ref to review it. They didn't, they didn't want a bar of it. Then Ansley comes out on Monday and says, oh, yeah, no, it was no try. We discussed this on the show a um, couple of weeks back. I, I think it's great that the um, – I think it's great that the NRL are owning the decisions, but I think it just rubs salt into the wounds on Monday when you still didn't – you still don't get the two points and your team's, so team's you, been done. So you'd rather they didn't come out at all and said, we got it wrong? I don't know. I'd rather they just got it right. There's so much technology. How, I've said this before. If Annesley's going to come out on Monday and say that they got the decision wrong, Annesley should be in the bunker all weekend. Mm. If, 
I don't understand how how they can change their opinion. So who's the guy making the decision at the time and why is Annesley overruling him on a Monday morning? Like, it's literally you work on the weekend. We're going to have one guy in the bunker all weekend. He's going to make every decision. He's going to be watching every play. And the ref shouldn't have to take it upstairs. The bunker should be watching six diff- different angles go, go live. And when he's looking backwards and forwards, touchy or touchy, the, they get in his ear and go, oh, there's, there's an obstruction play. Let us have a look at that one. Mm. Or it's 2019 for crying out loud. Yeah, I mean, it's, as you say, with all the technology and the... This is big the, red on the burst too. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm blowing on a burst. gasket. I'm not happy. Yeah, I mean, it's... You can discuss decisions and refereeing until you're blue in the face, but it, it's been said many times that with all the technology we've got now and the extra referees and everything else that these guys have, the refereeing's actually got worse than 100%. pre-technology, pre-two referees on the field. I just don't understand what changes between Friday night and Annesley getting into work on Monday and going, oh, we got that one wrong. Who decided we got it wrong? And that person needs to be in the bunker all weekend. The buck stops with them. Well, it's obviously come about after a review. And oh, look, I, don't get me wrong. I like that they're they're owning their decisions and they're. I mean, the thing. But it is, seems like a bit of a cop out. Oh, I got that one wrong. Yeah, What's... but but they've come out and said it's wrong. But they had ample time and ample number of replays to look at that incident. They didn't even review the obstruction. No, but they reviewed the Philip Sammy. Yeah, that, yeah. to the field. Yeah, I mean, they must have looked at that five or six times. Yeah, made the decision, and then they come out, and they've obviously looked at it again, the same footage, same footage, and then come out and said, "Oh no, it, we were wrong." Yeah, I, I mean, I don't blows it, me away. I'm, it's, I agree, it doesn't. Sour grapes when it, when you're on the losing side well, of it, it is. and 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 it's a sort of thing when you when you're not going well, you don't get those calls, you don't get the bounce of the ball, things go against you. We just got to. Turn up and beat the Sharks this week Magic round mm. Can't wait I'll be there It's the first game I've seen for the year So I'm pretty happy about that Hopefully we get the win uh, We mentioned it with Junior Signs are cracking at the Storm Or do you think that's just uh, how they do things? I think it's I think it's the culture Bellamy's They were trying to blow it up on Fox I just rewatched the footage before we went to air Cameron Smith's got a grin on his face He's, yeah. he's just roasting him I think It's not I mean that, that would happen 30 times a game. Yeah. Um, it was a bit of a Gumby the, play. During the course of the game. I mean, admittedly, I don't know what Munster was thinking. No. Whether he didn't know it was the last tackle or the didn't know the siren was didn't about to go. Didn't look at the clock, I don't think. Um, but, I mean, I think it's good. I think any of that sort of stuff in, in a team environment, you need it. You need guys to be accountable, passionate. Um, I think it's, it's good. Cornerstones of success down there. Yeah. Everyone's got their job, knows their job. Um. Yeah, I didn't uh, – I thought Munster was a little bit quieter this week and, or the last few weeks I think he's dropped away a bit. He had a good uh, – I can't remember which game. I was pretty impressed, but the last couple – last not, couple of weeks great. I thought he's been a bit quiet. Looks uh, like Cherry Evans is going to be right for origin. He is. McCulloch out. So that sort of answers that uh, hooker question or not. How many weeks is he going to be out? Well, didn't look good. I don't know, but what's origin? Three weeks away? Four Car- weeks away? Maybe? Carried from the training packet paddock. Mm-hmm. From the packet. Training, yeah. Training packet. What did I say? Packet. Training paddock. Paddock, right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, who, yeah. So what, what, are they, what, what happens there? Who goes into... Well, Cam, there's rumours around that Cameron Smith might be 
possibly being spoken to. I, I calculated one day. Do you know he spent over over twelve months of his life in Origin camp? So if the average Origin camp's ten days, and he's done forty of them, hmm. so over four hundred days he spent hanging around Origin. It's a useless bit of information, isn't it? What's a long time away from your family? Is what I'm pointing out. On top of all your normal um, backwards and forwards, mm. I've got a feeling his family played a part in him pulling up stumps in the first place. Yeah, maybe, but yeah, there's there's definitely whispers of him. Um, whispers. Kevy maybe having a chat to him. I'd, I'd say Kevy rings him every day. Mm. Well, he'd slot back, straight back in. I mean, his his form hasn't dropped away this year, has it? Oh, you. He's better you, than ever. You don't look. He doesn't look like a guy that's about to hang up his boots. No. So, and he's obviously a passionate, proud Queenslander. Um, now with McCulloch going down and Jake Friend's already out, I think that's that's the SOS that maybe he can play up. That oh, it's not it's not my ego. The state needs me. Yeah. I've got the done call. Before. Alfie, he's a man. Yeah. So, watch this space. So uh, before we move off NRL, not that it's NRL related, but the Israel Folau thing lingers on. Yes. Yeah, I think he's got rugby – is it Rugby Australia? I don't even know what they're called. ARU. ARU. He's got yeah. ARU over, bar, over a barrel. Uh, I've offered him a million bucks and he's declined it. So that's not bad. He's obviously pretty confident that he's, he's going to win the case. I mean, it's into a fifth day now, which unprecedented. We, we've been backwards and forwards on this a little bit, not to cover old ground, but – there's two sides of it. There's, there's, he's playing alongside guys that have been done for selling drugs and, uh, you know, when we talk about NRL, guys that have domestic violence or, you know, king hit people and all that sort of jazz. And where, where does social media posts rank as far as bad behaviour? But I think Ian Roberts has really cleared up why this is such a big issue and it's and it's the, the suicide rating uh, a, a, a youngst, a, amongst young people um, that that are potentially uh, that are homosexual. So it's 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 quite a strong issue, and, and he sort of lays it out in, in an article that um, you know why it's important that this sort of this sort of thing's discouraged, and why it's you know why it's poor behaviour. Well, I think it, I mean it's it's an issue in society, yeah, um, you know, in general society. But these guys are obviously um, on a pedestal, yeah. Like it or not, that's what they sign up for when. They become a professional athlete. The, um, the big driver there for the ARU is Qantas. Yeah. I they mean, want him gone. Yeah. Well, obviously the the Qantas boss is, is homosexual, so he'd be – I mean, he, he obviously would have been affected and hurt by the comments. Um, look, ultimately, I don't think guys – and as hard as, it, hard as it is, I don't think guys can have an opinion like that on – on social media It's just going to be interesting though that everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of people recognise that he's done the wrong thing and they want him out of the game and it's going to cost the ARU plenty to get to, to make it happen. Mm. It's weird, weird scenario. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but you're right, he's, he, he's knocked back the million dollar payout to walk away, so he's obviously pretty confident. Or he's confident legal in his contract, pretty, yeah. Well, I think his legal team's confident that they'll win the case. It's weird. Uh, but what happens then? I mean, does he get uh, – he's not going to be picked for Australia. Czech has already come out and said that. There's guys in the team that don't want to play with him. Yeah. So even if he wins and, and keeps his contract, 
Well, no, he's not going to keep his contract. He, what they're so fighting that, over at the moment that, is the payout right. figure. Okay, so they're going to pay him out either way. It's I'd just, say so. Yeah. Well, I could be wrong, but you, either he wants to be paid to sit on the sidelines or he wants to be paid out properly. Mm. Watch this space. Still, still well, lingers on. Well, then, then I guess the question is where does he go? Gets paid out his three or four million dollars owing on his contract, but he's going to have to go overseas and. Well, I think Todd Greenberg disagreed with um, with the ARLC. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago. Mm. It's not a closed door at the NRL. Mm. Anyway, I think we spent enough time on that. Yeah, should be a decision tomorrow. This they they think so. If he keeps digging his heels in, it might linger on. Maybe not. What about uh, your sport? Gary Ablett. Real football. First ever Yeah, so suspension. Gary's got his first ever suspension one week. What did he do? Uh, it, was, it was high contact. Probably not a lot in it, but in the under the rule book, it's, it's high contact. Uh, I think he's got until maybe tomorrow night to appeal it. Yeah. Um, I think from other similar incidents, he'll probably just take the, take the one week. But yeah, he's played three hundred and forty or fifty games, whatever it is, and never been suspended. It's so. not a bad stretch. It's good value for money. Yeah, so he'll he'll probably miss one game. Um, he's in some rare form too. He's he's another one who gets better with age. Um, Geelong beat Essendon fairly comfortably on the weekend. Um, do you reckon he? Do you reckon he regrets leaving Geelong? No, no, no I don't think so. I mean, he was. He came to Gold Coast. I mean, he, he, prior to signing, he would have known that he was coming to a team, a new team, wasn't going to win a lot of games. Um, he came up. He, he made the club what it was. Yeah. Um, won a Brownlow. So, I think he, from a son's point of view, he he did everything that they'd asked him to do, and I think from a personal point of view, it was. Yeah, he couldn't have done much more. He did everything he, he needed to do for the club. So yeah, go back down to Geelong and finish his career, well, and and probably going to win. I mean, they're going to go close to winning the comp this year. So. Geelong, you reckon? Yeah, you put money on them. Well, if I hit the ticket, if I fill the ticket out, if right, you put money on them, they're guaranteed to lose. <laughs> How's you? Oh, that's right. You're not drinking. Um, fan behaviour is that the responsibility of the club? So there's a bit of an yeah, incident on the there was. Weekend. So I, I don't know whether you saw the footage, but a Melbourne Demons fan leaving the MCG, um, I wouldn't say it was a king hit, but punched on with a Hawthorne fan who happened to be disabled. Um, Melbourne have come out and said that they'll look into it. Um, I guess someone that goes to the football and wears, let's say, a Melbourne Demons jersey, a, are they? I guess are they a member of the of the actual Melbourne Demons? Are they just a fan? Where, where does it sit? Where where does the club? I can't see how that's the responsibility of the club. I, I guess there's some responsibility, but can you imagine if they started um, penalising the club for for fan behaviour? I'd be throwing a well, roost, I'd be throwing a Roosters jersey on and lighting flares. It's, it's not so much Titans games. It's not so much penalising the club. It's the club. Take, taking a stance and penalising the individual that yeah. was wearing their That's jersey. That's fair enough. And, you know, ultimately if they were a member, well, they, you know, their membership, you know, there's there's then other steps that they can take to yeah. ban or whatever. But I know the MCG's also said that 
they'll uh, they'll ban him from coming to the MCG. So fair enough. Pretty harsh ramifications, but yeah, but it doesn't sit well with a with a club when one someone wearing your jersey no carries on like that. That's true. Hey Timmy, you're a bit quiet tonight. You feeling all right? Timmy, hello. Not getting much out of Timmy tonight. Yeah, he's not there. No, no Timmy. Warner and Smith back in uh, Australian colours for the first time yeah, yesterday. Yeah, back at uh, Allen Borderfield yesterday. Um, New Zealand, I don't think it was the the main New Zealand side. It might have been a second eleven side. But, yeah, back in the in the colours for the first time. Um, I think Warner made 38 or 39. Um, I think from reports, Smith started fairly scratchy. But yeah, uh, I think he made 20-odd. But I guess... Ultimately, it was about getting them back in that Australian team environment. Back in the mix, back in the lineup. First step back into the team and looking towards the World Cup later this year. Yeah, nice. We haven't got a lot on golf this week, but I just watched a video before we went to air of Tiger getting a medal from mm. Donald Trump. He looked real uncomfortable. Like uh, Trump sort of squeezes his shoulders after he puts the medal on. It looks like you know that creepy uncle at the barbecue that sort of touches you on the what, back. What mate. was the medal for, do you know? No idea. No. Do you? No, I don't. Just being champion? Just being Tiger. Maybe he's like the Trump club champion or something? No, I think it was... Hasn't a... Trump run one of the club well, champs? he's a reigning champ. <laughs> i got no idea. Yeah, I'm not sure, but... Uh, it, just did, it just looked awkward as... Talking golf, I, I, I don't know whether you saw, you probably didn't, but a guy called Max Homer um, won his first tour event on the weekend. Missed in it. A, in a fairly, you know, there was... Five or six or five of the top ten players in the world were in the field, so it's yep. a pretty good field. Um, bit of a journeyman. I don't think he's ever – he's only had a couple of top ten finishes before in his career. Um, probably had a roller coaster the last three or four years, up and down, mini tours, out and about, trying to trying to break into it and finally broke through for a, for a win on the main tour. So his, his life's just dramatic, dramatically changed. After this week. T-Bones and taxis from now on? Well, yeah. I mean, it's 1. 1. 1.3 or 1.4 in prize money plus you know, some sponsorship plus I guess the biggest thing for those guys winning is the job security. Yeah. So he now gets two and a half years. The rest of this year plus an extra two years exemption on tour. So yeah, that's nice. That's the big one. Good stuff. That was a good story. <laughs> well, I noticed one of the commentators online uh, on on Twitter – had basically published uh, – there was an article one of the commentators had, had said in, a, in an interview or something that basically no one can touch Tiger this year. Yeah, Is that cool. fair? Was, mm. Everyone was getting online saying, oh, who's he? He's not qualified to, to, to comment and all this. Good, good I mean, journalist that I am. I've got no idea what his name was. But, um, yeah. Is, is he, is he, I don't think he's is he back into, that, into I don't, that rare air? I don't think he's – he's definitely not unbeatable. Um. He definitely doesn't have the aura that he did prior to the injuries and the indiscretions. Um, he's definitely fit and healthy again, which is a, is a big positive. Um, he's obviously playing well. Uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't say he's unbeatable. I mean, there's another at least a handful of guys that can take it to him now and, you know, around the world. This next major next week will be will be a good test because although he played amazing at, at Augusta, that that is his pet course. I mean, you see it, how good I pour a beer then? 
It's pretty good. It looks good too. Wasted talent. Um, yeah, Augusta is his probably his favourite track. Yeah, he plays that bit, and you know, even even in the heights or the the lows of his form slump, he still turned up at Augusta and played okay. So where's next week? Uh, Beth Page Black. Um, so that'll be the USPGA. You played there? No, I've been Didn't there. Uh, we got a couple. Of, we got a couple of blokes on the ground over there that might be able to. We'll have to ring them next week and yeah. see if they can give us an update. Yeah, and I don't know if they're playing Beth Page, but it's uh, it's a public course. Yeah, right. Um, so outside this week, every other week of the year, there's just public punters playing there. Um, but it'll be good. They've had some majors there before, and it's always been been good events around there. So it should be good. Nice. What about this? This has got. This has got big dealsy all over it. The Kentucky Derby. Mm. What happened there? So Kentucky and, and the punters you talk about are actually, were actually there on the ground at Kentucky Derby. But um, so a horse called Military Maximum Security, Maximum Security um, basically jumped in front. So this, so this is the biggest, uh, arguably the biggest horse race in the world. Definitely the biggest horse race in America, and it probably rivals the Melbourne Cup. Um, so maximum security jump bigger than the birds or races. I think just wow, maybe just bigger. Uh, maximum security jumped to the front, pretty much led the whole way, um, crossed the line, maybe two lengths in front, so a pretty pretty big margin. Yeah, and oh, probably a minute after the race, minute and a half after the race, um, in came an, an objection from the jockey that ran second on Country House, I think it was called County House. Country House. I went to I only rode half of it there and we've had a shot. Country House. So, Country it was, House. so it was a 60 to 1 outsider. 60 to 1? 60 to 1. Why didn't we have the Jaffer on that? Uh, we probably should have. Well, I would have backed the other one anyway. You would have backed Maximum Security for sure. Um, so I threw in a, an, an objection and they're the only country in the world that has a different um, protest um, structure than everywhere else. I went to an objection and it went on for probably 15 minutes before they came up with a decision and, and rather than the winner, so it got upheld, rather than the winner getting relegated to second and the second place getting relegated to first, the winner that gets disqualified actually goes to very last. So they get disqualified from the race. Wow. So it, that, I mean, the owners go from winning 2.4 million to... What about the... the I heard there's a few punters that torn up their tickets too and thrown them when... Well, country yeah, house. I didn't hear that. I mean, it wouldn't have been a heap because it's a sixty to one shot. So there wasn't, you know, maximum security was. Don't think it was a favourite, but it might have been second favourite. Yeah. So he'd had he'd had a lot of money on it. A lot of punters were on. He would have been on that for sure. Um, and yeah, so the outsider first time in one hundred and fifty four years that a horse has won the Kentucky Derby on on a protest. Wow. So first time ever. So that was that was pretty rare. What about uh, hashtag no spoilers? You've been watching Game of Thrones. You, have, have I got you on it yet or what? Uh, I've, I've finished the first episode. What do you think? Oh, you got to watch I two had, or three. Yeah, I had to I had to push myself through it. But Give it another couple. That was the pilot. To so, be fair, I, I watched it over a course of a couple of days. It, I didn't watch the first no one good. Go, so. You just got just get Once you get past the incest and, and the murder, it, it's quite a good show, all right? Stick with it. They had a bit. They had, they went viral, and not because of the quality of their show. 
medieval times that set in, and there was a Starbucks coffee cup sitting <laughs> on the <laughs> on the banquet table. So, oops, someone's had a. Sh- hopefully, someone got fired there. Well, not hopefully, but I think someone would have got fired there. In big trouble for sure. Unless it was product placement. I don't think so. I'm not sure Starbucks was around back in those days. Speaking of which, we're still without a sponsor, so that's why I'm going the glass now. Until we get a beer sponsor, no more product placement. Clean skin. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What, we, what else we got? What was your What was your question from the from uh, online? Didn't we have a Twitter question? No, it was more around. Um, well, we covered it off. It was about fan behaviour. Oh, that's right. Yeah, righto. So yeah, there wasn't uh, a whole lot else to report this week. Righto. Big week coming up this week with Magic Round. What about that concept? Do you like the idea of that? Well, I was been watching a bit of Twitter backwards and forwards. Obviously, it's come out of it's come out of England where. Uh, you know, basically most fans can still travel to it. Like, it's yeah. probably not that far away, whereas in Australia it becomes a, well, it's flights and accommodation if you're a, if you're a Sydney fan or Melbourne or Perth or... Uh, I think the concept could work. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe I'd love to see a bush round, like just every game in the bush. Mm. I think they need regional, to do more of that. Regional. More regional stuff. Yeah. Um, It'd be one of the only things I'd bother playing at ANZ from now on. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the turf holds up after after eight games of footy. Mm. So what have we got one Thursday? Can, can you hear crickets in the background? We, <laughs> Giving the crickets a board tonight. We've got one Thursday, two Friday. Yep. Three Saturday and a couple Sunday. Something like that. Mm. Yeah, I think Saturday's, so Saturday's the, the big day. Saturday's the big yeah. day. Un- unfortunately, I think the only day not sold out is... Titan Shark, so the one we're going to. Even though I'm a bit of a Titans fan, that's a bludger on a Thursday night. Yeah, it's not ideal, is it? They probably should have put Brisbane on Thursday night. Or, to be any... honest, they, they shouldn't have. Bought, they shouldn't have had Thursday night in amongst this whole concept mm. because it's the least value for money is a one game on on a week night. Yeah. They should have had it last weekend, long weekend in Queensland. So you know they could have had three games Sunday night, three games Saturday night, two games Friday yeah. night. Would have worked a bit better. Anyway. Just give me twelve months in charge of the NRL, Maybe mate. Ring Todd, tell him. Fix. He's he's on borrowed time. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Don't like it. You don't like him. Doesn't do much for me. Give me twelve months. We'll be down to five or six teams in in Sydney. Uh, we'll be flourishing. Refereeing will be fixed. We've started to dribble enough now. Yeah, we're probably we're probably waffling on. So, all right, folks, you can catch us on all the socials. Um, at Beers and Banter, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, if you could, uh, what we what we want from everybody at home is nominations for your junior sporting clubs. Eventually, we will come up with a thousand dollars to give to a junior sporting club, and then uh, so so this time next week we will do uh, we'll 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 narrow it down to three clubs, and then from there, uh, listen, run a poll. we'll run a poll, and the listeners yeah. can pick. Alrighty, um, I think that's all we've got. Uh, we'll see you again next week. Cheers, Thanks, folks. Guys.